Hello everyone. The church is pictured in a number of ways in the New Testament. One picture is the church as an army. The Bible reminds us that we are in a battle. We are told it is not a battle with flesh and blood, but it is often with invisible forces. Though as followers of Jesus we hate war, we are thankful that people have fought for our freedom through the years. Our task at Alive is to fight evil wherever we find it. We must stand against injustice and speak for those who have no voice. Our all-in message in this series is to call us to unity and commitment. Throughout church history, there has been far too much friendly fire. We must always recognize who our true enemy is and never fall for his tactics of disunity and broken relationships. Armies need discipline and sacrifice. The church is not a club where if our preferences are not met, we move on. It's a recognition that together we are here to bring good news and freedom to others. It can be costly and occasionally difficult, but together we really can bring peace and freedom to many. Have a great, great day. this sermon series is called All In because we are all in and last week Jane talked about the importance of being attenders on a Sunday morning and I thought she did fantastically well done Jane this week I am talking about we are connected about the importance of connect groups and Stuart in the video had an amazing analogy about being a member of the army which I found a little bit difficult because I've not come from an army family, never been in the army. The only thing I know about the army is my dad's old enough to have done national service, which he will talk at length to you if you ever want to hear a lot about national service. But what did occur to me was what I know about the Battle of Waterloo. Now, the Battle of Waterloo, as everybody knows, hopefully, was Wellington against Napoleon. But it wasn't just an army. It was lots of armies from different countries that came together to fight against Napoleon. Which is kind of like the church. When we talk about the church, when we say we're all in, what we need to remember about the body of Christ is it's not just alive in Wyndham who are the body of Christ. It's the Catholic Church and the Baptists and Hope and the Methodists and the people I've forgotten that everybody is thinking of at the moment. We are all the body of Christ. Just like when Wellington was fighting Napoleon, They were all the Allied army. And when the British army fought the infantry, they would form squares, which were literally squares of people facing outwards. And the enemy would attack them, and they would stand in their square. They were shoulder to shoulder, protecting each other. If someone was injured, they would take them into the middle of the square for medical attention. And I thought that was quite a nice analogy for connect groups. Not that I'm now going to attack different connect groups, but that we are, the point about a connect group is you are standing shoulder to shoulder against what Ephesians calls the fiery darts of the enemy. That we are there to support each other, to offer financial, spiritual, emotional, whatever support we need 
It's meant to be a place where we can be friends and where we are just sharing our lives together. There are at least 26 references in the New Testament to people meeting in homes. For example, in Romans, Paul says, greet Priscilla and Aquila, greet also the church that meets in their house. And again, in Philemon, he says, he greets Aphia, our sister, and the church that meets in your home. So meeting in homes is very, very biblical. And it's something that just allows you to be a bit more relaxed, maybe, have nice biscuits, have a comfortable chair. These chairs aren't bad, but some church chairs are really quite a penance to sit on. And just relax together and share lives. And connect groups are part of the Alive Vision. If you remember, the Alive Vision is knowing, growing, and going. In connect groups, we are growing together so that we can then go and tell other people about Jesus. Connect groups are not designed to supplant the church, but they bring a closeness that is hard on a Sunday morning sometimes. It's hard to be close to however many people we have. But if you've got a connect group of, say, 10 people, you can really share life together and be open and honest together. Can I have the verse, please? Thank you. I'm going to be preaching about three aspects of connect groups, and they're all rooted in this passage from Acts 2. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I love that. Anyone who's been in church for a long time knows that connect groups have changed names over the years. Anybody been in a small group? Bible study group? Fellowship group? Life group? We used to be life groups before we were connect. All those names are fantastic. Home group. I've never done a home group. All those names are fantastic because they all bring part of what this passage is talking about. Doing life together. Being fellows in the same ship. Slightly tortured phrase. Doing life together. And this is what we want to achieve with our connect groups. Mike um, uh, mentioned Ephesians 2, where we are talking about being carefully joined together. This is what you can do in a connect group. You can carefully join together with your fellow Christians. So first of all, we are connected to grow in relationships. Acts 2 says they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. In my translation, it says um, the goodwill of all people, which I also like. There's something about relationship, yeah? Jesus says in John 13 that Christians will be known by our love. And a connect group is when you can really love people 
that you are joined together with. A connect group atmosphere is ready-made for building friendships. People, on the whole, will talk more in a smaller group. If I sit here and go, Lee, talk, Lee will probably go, in a connect group, she'll feel more free to talk. There is one connect group that might need to pass a spoon around so that everybody has a chance to talk. Also, if you're in a group when you're meeting people once a fortnight, once a week, it's easier to notice when there's something wrong and to say, you're okay. On a Sunday morning with the swirl, it's quite easy to be up a corner, hidden, but on a Sunday, on a, in a connect group, you will see if someone's upset, you'll see if someone has a need, and they're more likely to share with you. A connect group is intended to be the, the main pastoral structure of a life. If you have a need, go to a connect group leader if you're in a connect group, and they will help you from there. A life's heart is that everyone feels connected, feels loved, and feels cared for. Um, but I was thinking, you know, I've got all these lovely positive things, but then I was thinking, you know what, there's always that person, isn't there, that maybe is a bit, doesn't quite agree with you and maybe winds you up a little bit? Or is it just me that gets somebody that winds them up? And there's a verse in Proverbs, Proverbs 27, that says, As iron sharpens iron, so does a friend sharpen a friend. And if we start off as a square block of wood, as we sit in connect group, and we maybe come across ideas we haven't come across before, or maybe somebody explains something in a new way and we think, well, actually, I quite, I quite agree with that. Or maybe somebody's just really irritating to us. John Altberg wrote a book a couple of years ago called Everyone's Normal Until You Get to Know Them, which I think is a pretty good summing up of, well, me, if nobody else in church. And what you find is that gradually your edges get sharpened off. You start off with a big square, this is me, and gradually iron sharpens iron, friend sharpens friend. And you end up more the person that God intended you to be. And of course, you can see where this is going, can't you? You're sharpening each other because you're actually doing life together. And I, and I just, I wanted to do that because I just thought it's a really good image of a connect group. Not quite a proper person shape. We've all got a few lumps and bumps that need to be maybe honed off with the help of the Holy Spirit and our fellow connect group. But that's what community is. It's not a load of perfect people all standing being perfect. It's a group of fallible human beings that said, Jesus, I need you. Help me every moment of their lives. So in Connect Group, we grow in relationship. We're also connected to grow in our faith. Acts says that everyone was filled with awe at the many signs and wonders performed by the apostles. I would love it if I felt that was true for a Sunday morning or every connect. But what a thing to aim at. That every week, the connect group, will, people, members in the connect group will be going, oh, guess what happened in our connect group? This person was healed. This person brought their next door neighbor and they learned about Jesus and they were saved. This person was really struggling financially and we all just spontaneously threw money in a pot and met their bill for them. 
all the time to be growing in awe and wonder at the signs we see. Remember, signs aren't just miracles. Signs can be someone who's really struggling, recovering their faith. A sign could be somebody who's just had a terrible week being able to sit and be at peace in front of the Connect group. We can pray for each other. You, we can pray on a Sunday morning. Don't get me wrong. Please, if you have a need, ask someone to pray for you. But in a Connect group, you might be willing to maybe give a few more details of an ongoing situation. A Connect group is a great place for the supernatural to take place. I'm talking about healings, miracles, tongues, things like that. It's a great place for us to grow in our confidence at using the gifts that God has promised us in Corinthians. It's not that we're practicing, because God is never practicing. If I stand up here and I feel, Mike's, for this purpose of this analogy, Mike has a broken leg. If I stand up here and I have never prayed for anyone's healing ever before and I just feel that God wants me to pray for Mike's leg, God is not practicing the healing. I am growing in my confidence to be able to pray for him. And in a big auditorium, that can be hard to do. In a connect group, everyone can step out and risk and just grow in confidence. And then we bring all that confidence back here to distribute wider through the body of Christ. And it can be a safe place for you to say, I really feel that God has given me the gift of prophecy. Standing at the front and giving a prophecy for the first time is hard. It's easier to grow in confidence in a smaller group and just say, you know what, can I just share this or can I try this? Yeah. Again, God isn't practicing. God's got it. It's us that need the confidence to say what he's placing in our hearts. We are also called to grow numerically. At the end of this passage, it says... The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is from Acts 2. Peter has only just done his Pentecostal preach. And look, the Lord is added to them daily. I won't ask the correct connect group leaders to say whether the Lord is adding to their groups daily. He's not adding to us daily. But what an amazing thing to pray for and to believe for that a live church in Wyndham will get to a point where every day there's a story that God is adding to us. And where a connect group comes into this is this is the bridge between us growing in our faith and going and taking that faith out. Sometimes it's hard to invite people to church on a Sunday. We live in a very disconnected culture. We live in a culture where people work seven 24-7 shifts, Sunday morning is no longer that day that's put aside by society to come to church. Invite someone to your connect group. Do a social where you all invite the neighbours. We are actually called to go and create disciples. God said, Jesus told us to make disciples and preach the gospel. Connect is an amazing place where you can bring people and they see you loving each other, doing life together. So can I encourage you? Think about maybe if you can't invite someone on Sunday morning, invite them to your connect group. 
It's easier for a non-believer to ask a question in a small group. It's quite hard, maybe, to ask questions here. This does not mean that we don't bring people to church. Just feel I need to say that. But in addition, think about who might find it more easier to come to your connect group. At the heart of every group is the desire to grow and to multiply. The aim of a group is not to stay the same 12 people forever and ever and ever. The aim is to grow leaders that can go off and lead their own connect group so that we gradually have groups scattered everywhere throughout Wyndham and the surrounding villages. In John 6, Jesus was going through a a period where he had said things that people found difficult to hear and he turns to, and some of his some of the people who were following him had just left and he turned to the disciples and he said are you going to go are you going to go and simon peter says lord to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life we have come to believe and to know that you are the holy one of god if we do nothing else on a Sunday or in a connect group, we need to know that we have something precious. We know that Jesus is the Holy One of God. We know he has the words of eternal life. If we just look at the salvation prayer, which we say every week, which Ollie is very kindly going to bring up behind me, we have the privilege to know that we need Jesus and we don't have to do this on our own. We know that we have his grace. So many people in the world are going through life condemning themselves and not seeing a way out of mistakes they've made. We know that just accepting the love that God is trying to offer us will change us. And we know that because Jesus died for us, we are forgiven our sins. I just want us to take a pause at this moment and just say the salvation prayer together. Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I need your grace to forgive me and your love to change me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me for the sin in my life. I accept you as my Lord and Saviour. With your help, I will live my life for you. Amen. Okay, you've all promised to live your lives for Jesus. And Jesus says, go out and tell people about him. So I'm confidently expecting multiplication of connect groups at some point in the near future. I actually looked up the Latin for connect because I like looking up the Latin for connect. And the roots, the word comes from con and nectare. Con means together, nectare means bind. We are bound together. Sometimes it might not feel like that on a Sunday morning, but we are bound together. And in a connect group, you can make those bonds closer and nearer and stronger so that everyone will know that you are Jesus' disciples by your love, by, for each other. So the question is, are you in a connect group? Do you want to be in a connect group? At the moment, we have four connect groups running, and they're all quite different. I'm going to ask the leaders of those groups to come up now, please. And I thought, rather than me burbling on about them, 
I would actually ask the leaders to talk about their groups. And I'm going to start at that end with Lisa. Okay, she should start with me because our Connect group is the group that has to have the spoon sometimes. So um, we are quite lively. We we're meet generally um, either in Wickwood currently or in Wyndham. So there's quite a few of us from out in the villages. Um, but we like to have a good discussion. So at times it's either put your hand up, isn't it, Jonathan? Or um, part, as I said, for a while we had to resort to passing the spoon that you weren't allowed to say anything unless you had the spoon in your, in your hand because there was quite a lot of discussion. So if you want to connect group with lively discussion, a um, bit of challenge, we do have a bit of social time as well. Um, come along and chat to me about it. I think the other thing that we're quite good at and we've challenged ourselves is to practice gifts of spirit. So we've had quite a lot of times over the last um, year or so where we've spent time thinking um, about prophecy um, and words of knowledge and just giving ourselves a chance to, to have a go, um, as Lucy was saying, build our confidence in those skills. So that's what we're about, really. Um, yeah, so ours is a bit more relaxed. Yours sounds quite intense. <laughs> <laughs> So be careful of that group. Um, <laughs> no, I'll just, I'll just um, again, very, very informal, very relaxed, um, lots of discussion, um, as well as, yeah, sticking to, to what we've been uh, taught about. I suppose our, our group is bound together with three things. Um, the love of fellowship, the time we spend together and things like that, uh, the Bible teaching, and our love of consuming lots of cake while we do those two things. So <laughs> that's also a plus. Um, but, yeah, so nice and informal. Um, good group discussions like yours, I guess, and uh, yeah, just a really good time together, spending time talking about how we, we sort of live our lives in Christ together, and it's quite good to see different takes on what the Bible teaches, so we all, we've got quite a range of ages, but also how far people are in their walks with God, so it's good to see different people come with different ways of interpreting things, and that's the best way to, to learn, I think, yeah. Uh, my group is a, a group of ladies, and we meet during the day on Friday. And, uh, yeah, I, I think we are uh, growing and changing. Um, we're not um, adding numbers, but I, I do believe that as we've been together, we are growing. And uh, one of the most important things to me is that they, that they and we are loving one another um, caring, connecting, um, using the technology to keep in touch with one another, um, texts and, and praying, and uh, talking about miracles. We, I think we have seen some miracles. Often uh, different people come and uh, we see change. We believe God does work in that way. And uh, I think he's wanting to raise our expectancy of what he can do. Um, I prayed for Pam on uh, Friday morning. Her wrists were uh, quite swollen. And uh, so I prayed in the name of Jesus for that to go down. And uh, yes, uh, they did go down. And she can now wear her ring. So awesome. we are believing and uh, yeah. Sharing encouragements too. Amen. I think that's about us. Oh, we celebrate birthdays and anniversaries. <laughs> we, we do that. <laughs> um, I think that's really important, isn't it? That's something that you get to know about one another. 
Well, I think that our group has been has a reputation of being the most laid-back group. Um, so I've heard. Anyway. <laughs> um, right, well, we meet at Lee's mostly um, on a Tuesday bi-weekly. And um, we do meet occasionally at other people's houses. Uh, we do tend to socialise as well when we can get together separate of the Tuesdays. Um, because... Um, a focus is very much about relationship. Connect is what it says. It's connecting with each other. It's vitally important that there's a get-together within the week so that people feel uh, supported, both just as friendships, building friendships, but also supported uh, in a prayer life as well, being prayed for, which, again, is a focus within our, within our group. Um, so relationships are really building. We've seen some wonderful changes in people um, over a period of time in confidence uh, and in their life, really, um, getting to know who they are in God, which has been brilliant. Um, there's a theme in my heart that runs through uh, what I try and, or we try and deliver or encourage. Is um, One is that it's all about the heart. Um, and like I said before about bringing up my children, um, it's not about compliance. It's about God wanting your heart, firstly and foremost. That's the thing he wants. Um, so it's all about the heart. The second thing is that we are invited into a conversationally, conversational intimacy with our Father, who is constantly wanting to talk to us mm. and converse with us and us with him. That's his heart. Um, and thirdly is that we are at war. So we do have an enemy, and that enemy's sole objective is to rob us of our joy and keep us defeated at all times. Mm. So prayer for each other is vitally important. Um, and, yeah, so our focus is very much about relationship. Um, lots of fun, lots of discussions, as others are saying as well. Thank you. So, what we have here is four people who are at the point of the square, going back to my Waterloo analogy. And they're standing shoulder to shoulder. If you want to join one of their squares, please come and talk to them after the service. If you can't make a Tuesday evening or a Friday morning, come and talk to Karen and myself and tell us when you can meet. It might be there are six people out there who can all meet on a Monday morning. Fantastic. We'll form another connect group. But just let us know. But before we finish, I wanted to do two things. First of all, I have a little thank you for all the time you put into leading your connect groups, something to nibble on while you're preparing. And the second thing is I would like us to take time to pray for these wonderful people who sacrifice their time. Sometimes their children get stuck upstairs because they can't come downstairs. Not Josh, obviously. Um, <laughs> Because people are praying. I just want us to pray for them. So if a couple of people want to come forward for prayer, to pray with them, if we could have the keyboard playing in the background, just want to pray for them. And then we are going to sing a song that Nikki has slightly altered so that we are doing it together because we are all in. We are partnership, whether we're in Andrea's connect group, Josh's connect group, no one's connect group. We are all together in this.
Father God, I thank you for Lisa and for Josh, for Chris and for Andrea. I thank you that they have been willing to step out, that they have been willing to stand up and say, I believe that being together, being church together is worth time. I thank you for the care they have for the people in their connect groups. I thank you for the love they have. And Father, we thank you that through them, people are being carefully joined together in you. We ask your blessing on them and on their families. And we pray that you will anoint them afresh for a new season of growth in connect. Amen.